And we are back with a, another episode of the Bad Touch Podcast. I'm your host, Drew, with my co-host, Brian, as always. Brian, uh, what are we sipping on today? Uh, well, man, today we've got a, uh, a nice local beer. My favorite brewery in town, I think, Tailgate Brewery. Uh, part of their Trees series, IPAs. Okay. Everything, uh, all, the, all the names are weed puns. I like it. And I this like one it. is actually called It's a Weed Pun. Like That's the name of the beer? Fucking get it. <laughs> yeah, but it's awesome, man. I think tailgate beers up and down are incredible. Uh, and their tap rooms are also great for, you know, accommodating a lot of people. A lot of families go there. Yeah, we caught a couple games pizza. there last yeah. year. Yeah, it's a great spot to watch a game for sure. Uh, pizzas are super good. Food's really good for like a brewery tap room. Um, and, and the beer's good. Yeah. What about you, man? Yeah, I'm drinking the uh, Jackalope Lovebird. Uh, love this beer. Yeah. I think it's like my go-to like spring, summer, fall beer. I don't really – they don't release it uh, in the winter, so don't drink it in the winter. But really good beer by Jackalope Brewing. Um, definitely would recommend. Yeah. <clears throat> Jackalope's another good one in town. I mean, their Thunder Ann is a pale ale. It's like one of my favorite beers. Yeah, ever. really. Like good I, beer. it's like one of my favorite beers ever. No doubt. Yeah, I really like that one. They have the uh, oh, that's a Wiseacre that does the Annabelle. Um, I was gonna tell you a uh, a story that happened to me today. Okay. So you know, a couple episodes ago, we talked about that I met Judah from Judah and the Lion. That's right. So today I'm in the sauna again. Did not. Did not. I swear. I swear. I don't know what it is about the YMCA sauna, but. I've met so many random people there, but today I'm talking to this guy and we're just like bullshit and talking about how they lifted like the mask mandate on planes. And at the very end of our conversation, he was leaving and he's like, what's your name? I was like, Drew. And he's, I was like, yeah, what's yours? And he's like, D. And I was like, oh, okay. And just based on our conversations, I started to think, I'm pretty sure that's Drewski, like the internet famous guy. That's crazy. <laughs> and I look him up you know, image search him or whatever. Yeah. And sure enough, Trusky. I've been talking to him probably half hour over the last two days sitting in the sauna. That's incredible. Super random. The YMCA. Who knew? The sauna specifically. Specifically the sauna. Don't know what it is about it, but. Hey, here. well, I love it. I mean, maybe we'll get him on the pod. <laughs> that would be a, uh, that'd be a big one for us. Well, let's get into the. Uh, we should like record an episode from your sauna, apparently. No, we just go shoot the shit. Get the wide sponsor. Yeah, (laughs) I think they would really love our content. Yeah, for sure. So uh, I was gonna say, let's get into the recap from last week. The gambling picks that we had, Uh, pretty tough week. Uh, Yeah, we're still missing it a little bit. It's a little disappointing. Uh, Felt really good about the picks. Um, I think the one that really surprised me the most is uh, I think losing the Columbus Orlando both teams to score. Uh, you know, it also kind of made me think about, and we'll get to the power rankings a little bit, but man, it's like, we're like, Oh, Orlando's like dog shit. And yeah, they're second they're in the East and they're playing quietly well. putting together a very nice little season. Uh, and you know, maybe we're giving too much credit to some teams and not enough credit, you know, it's early in the year. So, you know, there's some stuff to think about. Yeah. I sure. agree. Orlando's look pretty good. Uh, I mean, Came out and they've had a couple good wins in the last couple of weeks, so definitely something to keep a keep an eye on. I thought the uh, the biggest disappointment was the DC Austin under. DC was dominating the game up to nothing, 
gets a red card. Austin puts three up on him. So not only did we lose under two and a half, but under four and a half loss. So that was a uh, disappointing, disappointing one. Then the Nashville money line. I mean, are we going to defend set pieces? Dude, never. Never. And I don't, I wish I actually meant to go look this <clears> up. I'm not sure I remember the last time Nashville let a goal up in the course of play. Yeah, no, I mean, it's been... Even going back to last year, dude, honestly, corners were our kind of kryptonite last year. And then this year, fucking every set piece. I mean, that that first goal that he put in the side net, I mean, he just beat Joe Lewis. The guys were talking about on on the broadcast that, that Joe apparently had his wall set up wrong. And he's like, he had a guy blocking him. So he couldn't even see it. You could see on the replay, he didn't even react to the ball until it got past the line. Like, no shit, you got beat. Like, so yeah, that was disappointing. But you know, on to next week, and we're gonna have some more picks later yeah, on the show. Uh, yeah, we're gonna keep firing. You know, we're excited to be doing this podcast on the Twitter account, and uh, you know, a couple bad weeks learning the ropes, getting you know punched in the face a couple times. I don't. That's not stopping us. And we're we're losing money. If you're yeah. if you're telling our picks, we're losing money. Just like you're losing money, and it sucks. Yeah, no, absolutely. I was looking at my uh, gambling account tonight, making some bets on the Grizz game, and uh, it's not pretty. Let's just say that I was uh, I was feeling pretty good last weekend uh, going in. We had a positive week and felt like we were about to rip off a big one, and no, no. So that happens sometimes. Ended up losing uh, three units on the week. Went two, six, and one uh, with a push. So. It is what it is. On to next week, and we're going to bounce back strong. Congrats if you fucking faded us. Yeah, you know what's Whatever. funny is that I told Brian that I loved the board. I literally, like, we were about to record last Maybe week. Maybe that's how you know. And I was like, this. dude, I was like, the picks. I was like, I'm seeing the board. I love it. Cannot wait to get these picks out. And then just get hosed, you know? Dude, it, it sucks. I love that Columbus Orlando pick. I love, yeah. So that was, that was disappointing, but... Anyways, let's get into uh, some power rankings. Um, last week, I uh, had a couple teams get some big wins. Um, at number five, we got the New York Red Bulls, who are kind of moving the opposite direction. I was going to say, if anything, they're hanging on to five. They're, I mean, literally like hanging from a fucking rope on it. I wouldn't mind putting Austin in that five spot. They're impressive. So, and I don't mean that in sense of like they're impressive, like, oh my God, they're the best soccer team ever. But from what I thought they were going to be to what they are, it's certainly impressive. Yeah. And we yeah. talked about this last week. I actually re-listened to our episode today about last week I had said something like, you know, they couldn't score goals. That was their MO, the Jekyll and Hyde thing. We've talked about it every week. Um, but maybe this is the year that it changes. And now they have a couple of big, you know, they beat San Jose 3-2 a couple weeks ago. Another big road win. I mean, to come yeah. back, three goals. Three goals like that, I mean, I think they did it in half an hour. So, I mean, it wasn't like they got a red card in the first half and ended up putting up three goals. It was like, no, they put up three goals like fucking half an hour. I mean, yeah. that was pretty impressive. So, yeah, Austin's definitely uh, on the rise. Could see them in next week because they're playing at home. So, yeah. uh, number four, we've got Orlando. We already talked about it. We I'm were fine, yeah. pretty low on them to start the year. And... They have kind of shoved it right in our face. Yeah, totally. I think uh, giving them finally their credit. Uh, they're much deserved. They yeah, much deserved. Awesome, you know, season so far. Even you know, 
got points from draws when they needed to, a couple of big wins. They're sitting, I think, with 14 points, which is second in the East right now. Yeah, I mean, pretty impressive start to the year for them, especially they had a bunch of guys that left. Uh, so for them to get reorganized like that and put this team out and getting some quality points early. Uh, number three, we got the LA Galaxy, who uh, our Nashville SC is taking on this weekend in the late night cap. Uh, Going to be a good one. I hope so. And what I mean by that is, I mean, I'm probably going to be bummed as fuck. Like, if Nashville loses, like, that's going to... Yeah, but if you're going to lose one on this road trip, I think, like, this is, like, a spot you mark where it's, like, best case scenario, we get a point out of this. Because you knew going into the season, LA Galaxy are going to be a good team. So, I think the team's going to be happy with the tie. I think they really try to lock it down um, in the back, which, I mean, they've shown they can do. Then you give up two to San Jose, so it's, like... How about you just stop fouling in the middle of the pitch if you're not going to defend a set piece? Uh, yeah, absolutely. It's so discouraging. Well, I think that kind of that's so that's what I mean is when we started the year, we talked about how many points do you want before you play your opening game at Geodis, right? And honestly, I think at the time, literally, it was right before kickoff of the first game of the year, we decided on the road this stretch that you would be okay with eight points. Right. Because that gave you a couple draws, a couple wins, and a couple losses. They're sitting with 11 points right now with a few games to go before they come back. I mean, theoretically, I mean, we should be very excited. And I am. I'm very happy they have 11 points. I guess now I see that they can do that. And my problem is if they don't continue to show that. Because, yeah, now I need to know that you're one of the top five teams in the league. Because I truly believe they have the talent. Yeah, no, I agree. But uh, the Galaxy this week at three, I mean, I think they, uh, they've they earned it. And we'll see how that, how that shakes out yeah. Saturday night. Yeah. Uh, I get well, off on an NSC tangent, dude. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> it's just it. like, but yeah, so anyway, but Galaxy with your, no, it's, and, and I guess why I'm so but, nervous is because it's a super tough opponent. The Galaxy have proven that they're a very good team and in some tough games, won some, you know, games they needed to. And anyway, so yeah, very deserving at three. Yeah, I agree. I, and I understand the Nashville SC rant because we did not make the top five this week, and I was hoping to talk about it. Our top two haven't changed. Still got LAFC at two, Philly at one. Uh, but if LAFC keeps winning games like they are, you're going to have to move them up to one. Yeah, I think so too. I'm really, I, when I was looking at them earlier today, it was a matter of how these two teams perform next week. You know, look, they may just flip flop between one and two, even a lot. I mean, I think they're, they're, very much still the two top teams in the league. No doubt. But they may start flip If LAFC, even if they both win, if LAFC has a really dominant performance, because I think 3-1 to one against Sporting KC is pretty dominant. And that's, I mean, they've looked good Absolutely. along the way. But, you know, El Trafico is, is what it is. But uh, I think they're a very good team. Yeah, I think so too. I think uh would not be surprised to see them at one uh, next week if they take care of business this week. So, uh on that note, let's jump into some games for this week. Uh, couple picks. Honestly, did not write down picks for most of these games. Um, well, just, when you get fucking not a lot stood out. I think it was whipsawed. Like, yeah. So uh, the first game I did like though was the uh, the battle in Texas, uh, Dallas Houston. Yeah, I love that game. So I think Houston's been a bit of a surprise this year, and Dallas. <clears throat> Man, I just think they're an entertaining team to watch. 
so I think it, I think it'll be a good one. I don't I don't know you know I know you have some thoughts on the goals and things like that. I I'm not too sure. Um, well, you know what I was thinking about. Do you think Houston is playing better because they know they got Hector Herrera coming in? Like, do you think that like brings spark to that team? I mean, it's the same roster apart from now they got a guy that's coming in the summer. I think they're just maybe a little bit better than people. I think they, what I've seen, they kind of do good strategy. And I don't, I'm not going to claim to know, you know, the ins and outs and details of soccer, but from the scores, it seems it's like they've really kind of hunkered down and kept it a low scoring game when they had to. And then they also showed that they can be in the high scoring game. Right. So I don't, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm full of shit, but. I yeah. just think I just think it's like, hey, look, y'all, like this is a fuck, this is a dog fight, so let's hunker down, you know, pick our poison, and then other games it may be like, y'all, run your dicks off, and try to score as many goals as you can. Yeah, I mean they've uh, they've put up some goals on some bad teams, um, and they've also played some low scoring games. You're right, but so I was looking at uh, just like the historical data on this, and just like seeing what I liked on it, and really what I came to was. I really like both teams to score because I think it's going to be a battle. I think these are two evenly matched teams that both like to go get goals. Uh, so I think it's both teams to score is minus 130. And I also like over two and a half at minus 110. Uh, I think somebody wins this game. Yeah, maybe if both teams score no draw, you know I, what I mean? Could be like plus odds. I've not looked at them. But you know, I'll be honest with you, I don't like betting on Houston because I think their jerseys are ugly as shit. Yeah, but it's the first game of the weekend, so definitely gonna have it on. Oh, you gotta have it on. Yeah, yeah. So like, those yeah, orange kits are ter- terrible. But I'm sure people say the same thing about the national ones, the highlighter yellows. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they're just because it's just highlighter orange. But whenever you're picking out a highlighter in school, did you ever pick the orange one? No, never. No, it was either yellow or blue. Right. And that was it. Pink. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Next thing. Next. <laughs> All right. Before I say something, I'll regret it. All right. Next game is. <laughs> Philly Montreal. Um, last five times these teams have met, both teams' scores hit. That's a, you know, it's a stat. Why bet against it? Yeah, both I mean, keep it simple, right? Minus one thirty. Why not? Lay the juice. Set it and forget it. Yeah. Uh, interested in the gameplay a little bit. Uh, you know, Philly lost last week. Montreal's kind of played, you know, a lot better the last couple of weeks. Coming off two wins, a big road win against New York, and then a good win against Vancouver last week. Uh, it could be interesting. I mean, you know, Philly. Well, they'll probably come in and blow them out like six to nothing. Yeah, but, you never see those coming. Yeah. Anyway, but yeah, I think both teams' scores is good. I mean, to the trends, five in a row. Yeah, I think I'm riding the trend. Uh, is Montreal close to Philly? I know we talked a little bit about this last week. Uh, it's not. So the East Coast in general, for folks who don't live there, maybe they don't understand. It's like the East Coast is pretty compact. So when I lived in Boston, I could drive to New York State, right? Just like straight across Massachusetts in probably two hours. When I grew up in Wisconsin, if I drove two hours, like I'd still be in Wisconsin. Yeah. You know, and it's even worse. Like, Tennessee, did you know that the, this is crazy, the northeastern tip of Tennessee is closer to Canada than it is to Memphis? I believe it. Wild. It's a, a long-ass state. 
It's a lot, like the whole fucking way to that's it's a long ass state. Anyway, so it's pro it's it's not close, man, but it's not far. I bet the flight from Montreal to Philly is an hour and twenty minutes, maybe. Oh, that's not bad. See, my my radars are just up after that RSL beat down that was last week. Uh, so I'm like, all right, are any of these teams they just got flying pants, across, dude? They're flying cross country and they got hosed. <sighs> We were talking about routines last week. You think RSL had a good routine? They got went out there, and got apparently not six nothing on a Sunday. Well, on, on a Sunday Lord's on the Lord's Day, <laughs> yeah. Whatever they did, don't do that ever again. Yeah. They should burn all their boots, burn the, like their clothes, stay at a different hotel. Yeah, you don't you don't do that. Whatever game plan you had, travel included. Yeah. Maybe you're taking the train next. I, I, you got to travel. On so I don't know. I don't know, but it. Definitely, radars are up for teams traveling cross country. Yeah, no, it's it's not. It's just a straight shot, basically south, like an hour and a half, maybe. Yeah. Uh, third game we're going to talk about the LA Galaxy Nashville. We kind of touched on it in the power ranking section. Uh, the bet that I like on it: both teams to score minus one twenty five. Nashville's giving up goals right now, and LA are going to score, and I think that we'll get one. So like. Minus one twenty five, both teams score. I hate to even bet on another team score against Nashville, but I think it's a good bet. At this point, it is. And <laughs> as good as the Galaxy have been, I'm very high on them. We talk about you know third in the power rankings. Um, they've proven against tough teams that they they will give up goals. The back line kind of breaks down eventually. Yeah. And you know Seattle, they struggled a little bit. Orlando figured it out. Yeah. So I think in Nashville, look, Nashville has a ton of talent. We're homers, but they've got a ton of talent. And I think the scoring chances Leal and Mukhtar can get with Safarans being a beast in the middle, I, they're legit a force. And I think they'll at least get one. The problem is I think they're going to give up two. Yeah, no, that that's definitely the uh, the issue that I see as well. I mean, you just gave up two to San Jose. It was like not even in the same stratosphere as the LA Galaxy in terms of talent and scoring ability. So it's like, LA's going to score. They drew, San Jose drew against one of the better teams, I believe. is I believe also like non-homers think Nashville's a good team. So San Jose drew against a good team in the West, and they still fired their fucking coach. Dude. Yeah. That's how bad they are. <laughs> what was his dude, name? Dude. Uh, the, uh, Almeida or something? Yeah, Matias Almeida. The That's bad hair guy. But also, I like to call him the sweater Used to be guy. The sweater because he always wore that fucking purple sweater. I would have fired him the first instantly. Time I, first you time walk out on the field, dude. You wearing that? Get gone. Go, go. Well, the first time I saw him, I was like, I saw him on the sideline. I'm laughing, honestly, just because of the style itself. I mean, he looked like a fucking tennis dad. And I was like, okay, he's got this purple ass sweater just wrapped around his neck, like crisscrossed. Their colors weren't even purple. purple. No, that was the. That's why like, I thought he was. I don't even know. Who if it was like San Jose Blue, you'd be like, "This guy's a douche," but at least he's like repping Team Coast. It was Orchid. No, the, yeah, like, the dude just it, fucking just picked out a sweater and was like, "This one looks good." So, yeah, they should have fired him a long time, ago. a long time ago, <laughs> and a nothing to do with ago. soccer. That dude, you just can't. You don't you can't look trust over, the guy. If I'm a player and I look over at my coach and he's wearing a sweater like that, I'm gonna be like, "Fuck you!" <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Keep screaming, bro. Yeah, yeah, like no chance. I'm following you in the flat. Like no chance. No chance. So yeah, I like the both teams to score. Sneaky uh, over two and a half. I didn't write down the odds on it, but I mean, I think we get beat 2-1 at least. 
Maybe we'll get lucky in time too, too. I don't have a ton of faith. I don't either. Uh, next game we're talking about is the Orlando New York Red Bulls. Feels like two teams going in opposite directions. We kind of hit on it in the power rankings, but Red Bulls are playing at Orlando. So I think that's a big distinction because uh, the Red Bulls aren't winning at home, but they're winning on the road. That's a great point. Although, as you were saying that, I'm like, it's probably muggy as shit in Florida right now. And the Red Bull are not used to that coming from New York. I I think that that matters. I think we talk about routine in away games. And climate, you know, like, if you fly, like, from New York to Chicago, it's, like, similar, at least, kind of climates, similar latitudes, whatever. It's probably muggy and humid as shit. The first time you, like, run and jog in humidity after not having done it for a while... I bet New York comes out sluggish. Now watch, they'll probably win like 4-0 or something. But I would I would look to go. I don't know what the Orlando money line is, but I bet it's minus 130, minus 140. Yeah, dude. I don't mind Orlando uh, in this spot because, like, New York has been playing better on the road. Uh, but you're right with the, the conditioning. I just think it's a tough – I'm not disagreeing with you, but I think it's just tough conditions for a northern team. It's snowed there. Even when I go from Tennessee to Florida – and I try to do the same, like, two-mile run that I do, I'm gassed because I'm just not, like, it's so humid and so hot down there. And those guys are about to be running for 90 minutes. Like, you think it's going to affect them at some point in the game. It's unbelievable. Every time in a summer in Tennessee, and I'm just miserable. And I'm thinking there's people worse off, like, Louisiana, like, New Orleans? Mississippi. Like, Mississippi. Oh. School, dude. It was a nightmare. Fucking damn. You'd walk to class, you'd take your backpack off, oh. just like, just have a backpack sweat stain. Like, hell yeah. Or a lot of white, a lot of black. Yeah. Hide them. Yeah, got to. Yeah. I'm a sweater. Yeah, it's <laughs> all right. You know, it happens. So, yeah, I think uh, Orlando could be uh, an interesting play this week. We'll have to check that out. Uh, last game we're talking about Cincy, LAFC. Um, talk about two teams that. Can score some goals for sure. Since he loves to give them up, well, they do. I mean, typically, uh, you know, I think they've found. So I know they just they just acquired a guy. I'm not quite sure what it, but they just they're excited about him coming in. So maybe they, you know, get a little spark from that. But you know that guy Brennan, number nine for them. Brennan, whenever you say that, I'm like, yes, the guy from Step Brothers. <laughs> yeah, that guy. Uh, no, he's he's like pissed. Apparently, he wants out. Really? Yeah. Wasn't he the guy that like was hurt initially? But he's like one of their better guys, right? But yeah, he was, but he was like coming off the bench or something like yeah. that. So just not happy with the. I think they brought in a new guy or something like that. So I don't know exactly what the situation is, but I bet I, it would be awesome if LAFC looked at what happened with New York and and uh, Salt Lake and was like, we just want to put it on. Yeah, so that, uh, that's awesome. that leads to one of my plays that I liked. I like LAFC Moneyline, and over one and a half is plus 145. That's at least a 3-1 game. Yeah. I think so. I think since he could figure out a way to get one, wouldn't be shocked if they didn't. But if LAFC is play, like if they play how we think they can, that's absolutely a 3-1 game. LAFC is one of those teams that if they get down one nothing early in the game, like even if you try to sit back on them and they don't get one until the – you know, 50-something minute or something like that. Like, they're a team that can possess it in that final third and, like, create goals because they have such talent. And so it's like, even if Cincy gets a BS PK early on and goes up one nothing, 
LAFC is going to win this game. I believe. Yeah, so I like LAFC money line over one and a half plus 145. Um, casual viewer parlay from last week. Uh, not great. We, Kept uh, with the theme of the week. Yeah, yeah, we let it uh, let it roll. So we're one and two on the casual viewer, uh, down 0.8 units. But we are back with another addition. Uh, I'm going to change things up a little bit. Going to go add an under that we really like. Uh, so we're taking over one and a half in Dallas and Houston, Austin and Vancouver, Cincinnati, LAFC. Then we're going to take under four and a half in the Chicago, Minnesota game. Let's just ride it. Let's see. And if y'all aren't smart enough to put that in with three overs and an under, I can't help you. You got to figure that out on your own. Yeah, it's we're throwing you a curveball. You got to press four buttons, and then a fifth one to press parlay. That's that's it's that it. simple. It's that simple. Uh, yeah. So look, I think thoughts on the under. The under what is what well, Chicago. I mean, they're a gold mine right now on the unders. They are a gold mine on the unders, and I think it's gonna lose eventually. But I'm gonna I'm even if they have that. a dog shit game, they're not giving up three or four. No, and they're not scoring three or four. They're not gonna score one or two. They're bad offensively. They're not great. It's perfect unders to bet on, and the bookmakers still have not adjusted it. So maybe we'll even throw it under three and a half. Mm. What, what do you think? Do you think four goals in that game? No, but I mean, we'll, we'll have to check the odds on it. I mean, if like... I want to get a little juicy parlay for the juicy, folks. A little juicy parlay for the folks? juicy. Yeah, I mean, we'll take a look at it. We'll uh, see. You did have a, a story you wanted to tell. Yeah, That so, happened uh, when you were headed over here. Yeah, look, I uh, and we appreciate y'all listening, and, and good luck with your picks in MLS this weekend, whether you follow us or not. Uh, at Gambling MLS is our Twitter account. So always gamble responsibly. Always gamble responsibly, uh, especially if you're losing, <laughs> and you got loved ones you care about or care about you. Yeah, uh, some of us have those. Yeah, it's it's nice. <laughs> anyway, so. Uh, yeah, so I uh, was on my way over to your, your place and stuck in traffic. So I just, man, I hate, I don't know if it's an anxiety thing or what, I hate being stuck in traffic. Hate it. And uh, so I call people, which is weird because, like, I don't think a lot of people call people these days. And obviously, it's mostly my folks and, you know, sisters and stuff like that or good friends or whatever. But I was like, I'm going to call my grandma today. I've not talked with her in a couple weeks, see how her Easter was. And, uh, I called her, I got a busy signal. Because my grandma's still got a landline and doesn't that's have call waiting. People, that's some old people shit. Doesn't have call waiting. <laughs> even my cell phone, I mean, I'm older than you, but even my cell phone, I think call waiting has been pretty standard since like 2007 or 8. Yeah, I mean. It's not like a new technology on the block by any no. means. I mean, as long as I had a cell phone, call waiting, I mean. I grew up in the time where we had landlines and I had all my friends' numbers memorized and stuff, but we haven't had one in our house and I mean, I don't even know, probably got rid of it in middle school. It was so wild. I called, I hung up and I called her back again because I thought her phone, like, something like, fucked up with the signal. She don't have a signal. <laughs> like, that's, so it was she busy. Wanna, she didn't want to pick up because she didn't want to pay for long distance. But, well, so that's the thing is... I don't know if this is and, and the technology for landlines. I don't even know what it is because this is the, it, so she doesn't have internet. 
At all. At all. Don't need it. Doesn't have cable, doesn't have internet. <laughs> How old is she? Oh, man. 80. Oh, that's tough. Don't ask me my grandparents. I don't know. 84, I think. I'm just curious. You know? I think 84. So she's out there. Yeah. And uh, uh, rest in peace, my grandfather passed away a couple years ago. My grandmother does not have her driver's license and has never had her driver's license. She doesn't drive, has never drove in her life. She knows how to drive. So this is a simple lady that all she needs is a landline yeah. phone. You know? A that's landline all she phone. Needs. That's all. She just wants to but talk to her grandson. She can't, but she can't call us because I have a Boston area code number from when I lived up there. Uh-huh. And literally, I think it's long distance. It's like a dollar a minute, so she won't call us because it's long distance for her. <laughs> it's so, like a bad yeah. 90s movie. Like it's... I didn't even know that like how are there still contracts out there that are like that? Like I don't know. That's nuts. I have no idea. She probably pays like five bucks a month. If you send her a text, her phone might blow up. I don't know. I, I wonder <laughs> if I she it would like get it across her cheek. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't even know what would happen. I guess it would probably just be undeliverable. But anyway, man, so I've I've not heard a busy signal in a long time. And uh so it was a blast from the past. Uh, it's just wild. It's yeah. wild. It's crazy I mean, to think about just differences like that. Yeah, I mean, my sister. I mean, definitely haven't heard like a busy signal like that, and she is young. Unless she's calling like number one Chinese, you know, on a busy Friday night, maybe. Well, I told you about. Uh, she is like the first group whenever they went on their field trip to Washington that was not a lot for nine eleven. Like that's uh, my youngest sister. Was not alive for 9-11. Had to learn about it. That, and they were talking about it on the tour. And we're like, yeah, this is the first group of like high schoolers that are coming through that weren't alive. That's wild. It's crazy. So she has definitely never heard a busy signal. But Anyway. Yeah, thanks to uh, Grandma Charles. Grandma for, Curtis. Grandma Curtis. Yeah, well, that's, my, <laughs> that's my mom's mom. Okay. <laughs> okay, what? I mean, Grandma Curtis. Yeah, sure. So, uh... Well, guys, good luck with your picks again this week. Uh, again, go to our Twitter at GamblingMLS. Uh, Going to have all of our picks out before the weekend. Uh, just a couple notes. We have uh, not determined what we're doing for next week's episode, but I will be out of the country. So Brian may be flying solo or we may be uh, missing a week. <laughs> what do you think, Brian? I, I don't know. I thought about this last night. I thought about this last night and I was like, I'm just going to do a half hour solo just talking to the people. <laughs> just, the, just, just a TED talk with Brian. Just, yeah, be like Delilah. Um, you know, late <laughs> at night, we were just driving down the country road. But no, we appreciate y'all, uh, you know, sticking with us and listening to the feedback. It's been awesome. We're, you know, we're going to keep going on this thing. We keep it very simple. You know, we love the other MLS podcasts out there. I think they're awesome. That's just not us. So we're just kind of for the casual viewer, just looking to have a good time, play some bets, watch some good soccer. Um, so on that note, good luck with your picks, picks this weekend. Yeah, well said, well said. Yeah, we will see you all next time on The Bad Touch. <laughs>